the truth. When I was in my early 20s, a girl I liked invited me to go camping with her and her family. I had just returned from the Vietnam War and I told her, thanks for asking, but I think I've had enough camping to last me for a lifetime. But this isn't real camping, she assured me. We have a nice little cabin up near Donner Lake. Come on, it'll be fun. Plus, my father really wants to meet you. He does, I asked with surprise. You're going to have to meet my dad sooner or later, she said, obviously reading the panic on my face. This will be the perfect way to get it over with. I guess you're right, I finally said. Is he a pretty easy person to talk to? She smiled, took my hand into hers and said, I'm afraid he's a college philosophy professor. You should be prepared to think big. Now, what does that mean? Just that my dad is full of hot air and thinks he has all the answers to all the world's problems. She smiled even wider and added, Hey, come to think of it, you two ought to get along just great. And so we did, until darkness blanketed my second night at the mountaintop cabin. My girlfriend's father suggested that he and I go out and look up at the numerous constellations that he could identify. So, Daryl, what do you think about when you look up at all these stars on a clear night like this? Oh, I don't know, I finally managed to reply. How the universe got started and stuff like that, I guess. Well, he said, looking directly at me, almost through me. When I look between the sky on an incredible night like this, I think about how everything we believe in is usually 180 degrees from what it seems. Really, I said, trying to buy myself some thinking time to figure out what he was talking about. That's right, he explained. The truth is almost always the exact opposite of what we think it is. Now you think about that for a while when you get some free time. It's a great thing for a young man to learn at an early age. He also went on to explain the yin and yang in Chinese cosmology and a number of other very interesting concepts which went over my head. But later that night, as I tried to fall asleep on a sagging couch would have seen much better days, I couldn't get his little theory that the truth is really what we think it is out of my mind. As I kept endlessly flipping the beliefs, he called them barriers, which confined my life on their backside, it finally dawned on me that the man wasn't nuts at all, and that what he had said was actually an insight worth remembering. Anyway, although his daughter and I stopped dating soon thereafter, and I never really got a chance to talk to him again at any great length, I still recall that little starry night chat with appreciation from time to time. I also often find myself bumping into the truth, or at least what I believe the truth to be, just about where he said I would find it, about 180 degrees from where it's supposed to be. And here are just a few old assumptions of mine, which have turned out to be pretty much the exact opposite of what I once believed them to be. That if you put enough time and effort into raising your children, they will all turn out exactly the way you want. That the more money you earn, the more you'll be able to save. That one has to love rarely in order to love well. That one can actually improve the educational experience of young men and women by getting elected to a school board. That those who make big profits know how to profit from them. That the politics of nations 
are shaped by men with ideals and nobility. That the world will not kill the very good, the very gentle, and the very brave impartially. That there is no victory in lost causes. That we can know beauty without being intimate with suffering. That the decadence of our ear is different from that of others. That when we act, we risk more. And that we can tame the savageness of man and make gentle the life of the world.